the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Happy Wednesday! It's Hump Day here in New York City. We are live at 6.05 in Midtown. What a day. Um, I have a lot to talk to you about, but, um, and, you know, look, I don't mean to beat on a dead horse. Beat, beat a dead horse, not on a dead horse. I don't think you beat on a dead horse. I got Joni here, I got Sam Bellino here, but I just got this, um, I just got this, um, see Joni, when that's on, I hear those, like, I'm bouncing back and forth. Sorry. No, I don't have my sunglasses on. That's tomorrow I'll wear my sunglasses. Joni, that's tomorrow I'm wearing my sunglasses, remember? Today I'm wearing these glasses. Um, so this is from the Daily Mail. Um, and what time did it come up? 5.26. So it came out like a half an hour ago. Exclusive. Is this the smoking gun? Letter from Michael Cohen claiming Dom- Donald Trump did not not in all capitals, reimburse him for hush money paid to Stormy Daniels appears to fly in the face of the star witnesses grand jury testimony. And now there is this letter. It's a legal letter. Um, hold on. And it says it's on McDermott, Will and Emery, which is a legitimate law firm, like international law firm. And the attorney is Stephen Ryan, who signs it. It says highly confidential. And it is addressed to the Federal Election Commission, Office of Complaints, Examination, and Legal Administration. There's an attention to a paralegal, which usually means that is a um, in response to a subpoena. And the second paragraph, after the first introductory paragraph, the second paragraph says, in a private transaction in 2016, before the United States, it well says before the U.S. presidential election, Mr. Cohen used his own personal funds to facilitate a payment of hundred and thirty thousand dollars to Miss Stephanie Clifford. Period. Neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was a party to the transaction with Miss Clifford, and neither reimbursed Mr. Cohen for the payment directly or indirectly. Contrary to, so just let's just digest those sentences. This is a lawyer, Michael Cohn, who retained a lawyer, uh, Stephen Ryan. And what, let me get this out of here. And basically what this is saying is what this letter is saying, and this is like a real legal letter, the kind that I write, and it's, it's addressed to the Federal Election Commission, Office of um, Compliance, Complaints Examination, Office of Complaints Examination and Legal Administration. Um, so what this is saying is, oh, come on, Arthur. Basically that you have a lawyer in this Mr. Ryan writing a letter on his letterhead of a huge law firm's letterhead saying that he made the payment, but here's the the main sentence. Neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was a party to the transaction, which Miss Clifford with Miss Clifford 
and neither reimbursed Mr. Cohen for the payment directly or indirectly. Contrary to the allegations in the complaint, which are entirely speculative, neither Mr. Cohen nor Essential Consultants LLC made any in-kind contributions to Donald J. Trump for president. So <clears throat> this is what we would call exculpatory evidence that would definitely need to be um, definitely need to be disclosed to the grand jury. Um, when it's called Brady material, United States versus Brady. If the prosecutors find out anything anywhere along the case, but it's supposed to be as soon as possible that it comes to their attention, they have to bring it to the attention of the defense. And if they are um, going to the grand jury, which is a one-sided proceeding, they uh, are under obligations to bring it to the to the grand jury. Now there are very specific rules regarding Brady. There's very, there's a mountain of case law on what is Brady and what is not Brady. I really wish uh, either judge Leventhal or judge Cammons was here because this is what they deal with all day long. We deal with uh, doing the research on figuring it out, but they, they know what it is, but basically it's exculpatory evidence. So you have Michael Cohen going into this grand jury saying Trump knew about the payments and then Trump paid me back. And now you have this letter from the much earlier from today, right? When the, when this happened in 2018 saying that Trump didn't know about the payments and Trump never paid me back. Now for me, the current story sounds more feasible than the, the story in the letter. Like, I know Michael Cohen and Donald Trump were very close. I saw it with my own eyes. I went up to Michael Cohen's office through our friend and colleague and sometimes co-host Dave Schwartz. I went up to Michael Cohen's office in Trump Tower where the escalator was, where Trump announced. He sat literally right next to Donald J. Trump, who was not the president, wasn't even a candidate at the time. And he was riding his coattails. So... If I had to argue that, in fact, what's written in that letter is true, that Cohen made the payment on his own and that Cohen never told Trump about it, my argument would be, yes, it sounds crazy to you, Mr. and Mrs. Juror, who's sitting here, who makes $75,000 a year, $90,000 a year, $150,000 a year for someone to make a $130,000 payment to someone else uh, without telling them about it or, or without it getting paid or, or even telling them about it. That may seem totally foreign to you. But ladies and gentlemen, we are in a foreign community. This is not a typical situation by any stretch of the imagination. Michael Cohn is loaded. He and his family were involved in the taxi and limousine industry, and he has ridden Donald Trump's coattails and would continue to do so if Donald Trump became president of the United States to extraordinary wealth. So as crazy as we think someone laying out $130,000 of their own money, as crazy as it sounds, he would, why would he take out a home equity loan for $130,000? For Michael Cohn, this was just buying a ticket. It was buying a ticket to more wealth, to more uh, access. His boss, the guy he sits right next to, is going to become possibly the president of the United States. But this woman, this stormy woman, could derail, could derail the whole thing. Well, you know what? It's worth one hundred thirty thousand. And then someone on the your adversary say, like, really? If he's so wealthy, Mister Idala, why did he have to take out a hundred thirty thousand dollar loan? Well, guess what? Michael Cohen's wife knew Michael Cohen spent an enormous amount of time with Donald Trump. Do you really want your wife to know that the guy you're spending all this time with is having potentially extramarital affairs? How's that going to fare in your household? Right? Think about it. If someone I'm with all the time and I'm, I'm always bouncing around with, all of a sudden he gets busted doing something. Doesn't that like spread onto me a little bit, especially in my own household? And apparently, Michael Cohen's wife had access to the 
money in the accounts, so he couldn't write out a check for $130,000, but he was able to, to get some sort of line of credit on some sort of a building or something that he owned without her knowing about it. So he's trying to hide the payment from his wife. But at the same time, ladies and gentlemen, which makes sense, you want to maintain, you don't want to screw up your own marriage. But at the same time, Donald Trump is Michael Cohn's ticket to the next level. So he did this on his own without Trump knowing about it and without being reimbursed. And he was happy to do it because you know why? It worked. It worked. Donald Trump became the president of the United States. And Michael Cohen's was was rising until obviously we know it all it all collapsed. Um I know this just hit. It's, this came out in the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail saying they're the only ones who have this. Um and um you know, it, it seemed, at first I was, I'm reading it right before we're going on air. I'm like, this is a daily mail. This can't be accurate. But then when you see the letter on the letterhead and, and who it's uh, sent to, it's highly confidential. It shows you how confidentiality has gone out the window. Um, a lot going on here on a Wednesday night, live and local. It's nice and bright out at uh, 614. We are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, Joni, with Hank Shankoff. Is that who we're coming back with? We're coming back with Hank, our favorite political consultant. Talk a little bit. Of, we're not going to just do all Trump. I want to hear about what he thinks the, the governor's doing, how the mayor's doing. We're going to take the temperature. And then at the end of the show, we have a very special happy birthday. And I want to talk a little bit about artificial intelligence, which is breaking news as well. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Dazzling decal on Daisy's Donuts window. Bold banner at Barry's Barbershop. Prominent poster at Penny's on Park Place. This is your sign. Well, signs. To try Staples and see the difference. Get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. From Staples. And I couldn't miss it. Ends 415. Visit staplesconnect.com slash printpig for details. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Coming up tonight at 7, we have got a lot to download in Wellness Wednesday. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, the OG, will be back with us, and we'll be discussing a lot of the COVID revelations coming out of investigations ongoing. That's tonight at 7 on Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live. Want more AM 970 The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM 970 fan club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com Listen Remember to AM 970 The Answer. Oh, look at that. Sam Molina, what happened? What, what happened? What was that, Matt? A little, little, Matt. little snafu there. Wait, with the new Matt, system. hold on. Wait, 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 hold on. What happened, Matt? A little snafu with the system there. Wait, wait, what happened, Matt? Uh, uh, you heard what I said. Oh, wait, what's how do you, what's snafu? How do you spell that? S N A F U. What kind of new system is that? It's we we changed our automation system and it's uh, going a little haywire right now. Really? Yeah. Well, the poor the poor people from Connors and Sullivan. I'm about to talk about what great lawyers they are, and you got me. You got some other voice chiming in. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, live radio. Gotta love it. All right. I mean, is this acceptable? Are we going to get in trouble? Crowley going to yell at us? Ah, no. He may yell at me. But it's like Matt has been day and night. He has been working on this brand new AM970 system, and I give him kudos, oh, Director you. of Operations. So now, Matt, you could rest Love easy. Fest. Rat, Matt, I know we're in a commercial break. Wait, can you play her song, please? Please. <laughs> I'm begging you here. Can you find it on the <laughs> Can't have Jody's first sound bite of the day and not have her theme. Song. That's true. Uh, All right, should I go back to talking about our friends? At please Cousins do, Sullivan? please do. All right. So remember when you were like Matt Sambolin and you were young and beautiful? Well, you thought you were invincible, right? The same rationale applies to adults too. We think we're great. We think we're healthy. We think ah, nothing's wrong. But you know what? <laughs> Nothing can be further from the truth. You need to be covered, at the very least, with a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy. But you should go meet Connors and Sullivan, and you should do the whole package. Because if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy or tell people where you want your things to go if you're going to disappear. You don't want the state courts. You don't want probate, surrogate judges, litigation. Definitely not. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. 
Go to Connors and Sullivan. Let them put the whole package together for you with a will, a trust, a living will. Call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They've been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds and hundreds, probably at this point, thousands of people. They will make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. So for a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718-238-6500, 75 crisis after the city went belly up in 1975. Um, people would sit around and say, oh, they're never leaving. They're all staying. How could they go? Where are they going? No one's going. Now they all left. The city hospital system got taken over by the state. By the, excuse me. CUNY got taken over by the state, effectively. We have tuition, and it's uh, now, according to my friends at the university, been underfunded for years and is now a garbage heap. Um, so it makes me very sad. The other, ent- the other entities the state took over a mess. Look at the MTA and on and on and on and on. You know, somebody has to stand up and say enough already. And by the way, we're going to fight to say or we're all going to leave en masse. But the drip, drip, drip is what the politicians don't really believe is happening. And they actually believe that rich people will pay the taxes and say, please beat me more with a stick. I like it. They're not going to. They are really leaving. No, and, they, and Hank, they are. I mean, I have... Two very close friends. I mean, they're a little older than I am. I mean, one, my hypothetical friends, Mark and Paul, and they just said, Arthur, you know, when we see how much money we're we're giving away, and at this point in my life, like, I don't need CD services. I don't need the schools. I don't need, you know, I don't get any, anything back from it. They're just taking my money. And at at this point, it's not really their money. It's their grandkids' money, you know, the inheritance. But they just relocated. Um, let's break it down. Let's start at the most local levels. Let's start with, with our, I'm, I can't even say it with a straight face, our city council. Let's hear what Hank Shankoff has to say about the current state of the New York city council. Well, they're, they're not, let me, let me, let me put it a simple way. Most of them are not, the Mensa society is not in danger here. <laughs> when you know, Albert Einstein's position in history is safe because okay? they ain't going to throw him off until he, off that pedestal. The idea that somehow 
the cops are padding the overtime, and there's $100 million worth of overtime, is among the stupidest things I've heard in quite some time. What's happening is that we don't have enough cops. We're trying to fill posts, and when you have to fill a post, you've got to move people around. And if you don't have enough cops, you're going to have overtime. And every time this occurs, you're going to have more. What they're not telling you, and what is most disgusting, is that poor people, black people, Latin people are getting screwed by all this. How so? Because the housing authority is getting stripped out of police. Why? Because patrol cars, radio cars have to, be, have to be personed, right? You need people in them. Sectors have to be patrolled. You need police officers to do it. You don't leave them in the projects. So what's happening to projects? More crime, more shooting, more rapes, more stabbings, more this, more that. I, I just find it most shocking. It's the lack of understanding of how the city really functions, the desire to punish people because they've made a living, and the belief that they will enjoy being, that there's a, there's a sadomasochistic streak in people who made a living and uh, were very happy to be here because they love the culture, but they're tired of supporting the politicians who hate everybody from their perspective. So Mayor Adams has been in a year and three months here. You know, how's he doing, Hank Shankov? He's in a no-win situation. He inherited a um, he inherited a, a colossal fiscal mess, um, a colossal infrastructure mess, a colossal crime mess, an unresolved uh, city prison mess, all brought to him by someone who will be marked um, probably um, not, not, as, not, so, not only for his corruption, but who he marked the worst mayor in the last hundred, and ye- hundred years of the city's history, one uh, Bill de Blasio. Um, and he left all that to his successor. And how do you resolve it? You know, the problem here is you can't get the money. The city's going to go belly up at this rate. You know, it's going to happen. Go to sleep on it. You don't have to be uh, Jack Beagle, may rest in peace, to figure that one out, because only municipal unions in 75. You know, someone who grew up in that milieu and has looked at city budgets for 40 years. You know, tough talking aside, I have a Ph.D. in political science. You know, I know a lot about this stuff. But I, I've been believe me, Hank, that's, that's why you're on this show. We only have a A-plus a level guests. Yeah. Felix Royerton was a little involved in that. Was it Felix Royerton involved in that, Hank? certainly was, and, and it was a major mistake to involve him. The banks won, the workers got screwed, and everybody said, look, what, isn't it wonderful? You know, they should, have, they should have told the bankers drop dead. And by the way, go sell the Brooklyn Bridge if you choose. What are you going to seize in a bankruptcy action against the municipality? Instead so I, of I, work for a living and keep the place going, couldn't get their money out for thir- almost 30 years. They didn't, the, the debt wasn't paid off until the early part of the 21st century. It was union pension money. The problem this time is, you can't. You don't have that to rely on. Why? You can't touch it. Why? Because the trustees of those pension funds, city pension funds, are not going to lose a dime. They can't. They have too many people living too long who are required to be pay, paid on a monthly basis. So Amazing. That's one. I, I, I and and I I know what you're talking about. I mean, you, you're going deep into the weeds, but I get it. Um, I I'm very close with uh, New York State Comptroller Tom Dinopoli, and I get a weekly email from him kind of updating me on all these things so i know you're right on target so what what should mayor adams i know you said he's in a lose-lose situation but what should he be doing it seems like governor hochel can't get anything done because her own her own uh, legislature from her own party isn't helping her so what can eric adams on the floor do here to keep billy from fleeing to florida well he's not just billy you know, people think it's a white problem. Black people are leaving as soon as they can. People who are retiring, let's say, you know, the way into the, civil, into the middle class for many African-Americans was civil service. Thank God it existed and it was there. Let's say your wife is a first grade detective, African-American family. Your husband, the husband is a, uh, is a patrol, is a, uh, is a police officer, title right. Um, First grade detective made $175,000 at least in the last year, right? They're retiring at the same time. They pick up their pensions, 50% they have. They got uh, no, uh, they have no health, health insurance costs until they hit. They have no cost in health care until they hit the Medicare, and then they'll see what, that ha- what happens there, right? They sell their house that they have that we're very fortunate, happy to get, that paid, you know, under 100 grand for an Arsley Park or in Southeast Queens someplace, and they sell it for five to six. They take that cash, they take their pensions, they pick up their pistol permits, they punch out, hello, Florida, hello, Carolinas, hello, a suburban belt of Atlanta, hello, Texas, goodbye, New York. This is not just to see, they're trying to make this into a white-black problem. The issue here is what do people want to live in, what kind of environment, 
And can we trust the present permanent political class to protect that environment? We can't. That's simple. It's not a black-white issue. It's not about race. This is about brains and about love for this city. I love this city. I'm a former high school dropout. I was homeless at 16. had no family, no nothing. If I hadn't been in New York and it hadn't been a free, free university, and we hadn't had labor unions so I could work nights until my feet bled, you know, behind counters and everything else, there would be no Hank Shankos. I would be they finishing my fourth bit at Danamora. So they I'm don't, not stupid. They don't I make them like you anymore, Hank. But I want everybody to have the same opportunity to be Hank Shankos, and they're taking that away. And that's why people are leaving New York. Okay. Well, there you go. On a Wednesday night, an uplifting, uh, very, very fun, lighthearted segment with Hank Shank of Hank. Yeah, Arthur, that was excellent. Excellent. Arthur, this can be fixed. They got to fix it. They got to stop it. Stand by All right, Hank, and start screaming. I hope we can hang out and share a libation at the Inner Circle uh, in a couple of weeks. Take care of yourself. I appreciate you. You're a good man. You're, you're, you're a very good man, and you're a great guest. All right, Hank Shankoff here on the Idola Power Hour. We're going to take a break, and I'm going to come back and talk about some new technology that's, I think, right up there with the Internet in terms of changing the world. So don't go away. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and it's that time of year again where we show appreciation to the ones who matter most. Why not make this Mother's Day a brunch to remember and your Father's Day barbecue the talk of the family? DR Catering can make your family gathering one of a kind. Want small and intimate? Let DR show you how to do it best. Had something more extravagant in mind? DR Catering can provide event decorations, entertainment options, and equipment rentals. From your menu to your decor, DR Catering takes your concept and makes it reality. Known for their fresh ingredients, DR Catering takes pride in not using processed or packaged foods. You will get the homemade meal every single time. So call 201-673-7380 to inquire or email drizzo at drcatering.com. Again, that's 201-673-7380 or email drizzo at drcatering.com. 201-673-7380, drizzo at drcatering.com. Listen to AM970 The Answer on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. 15 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus within the best hospital systems in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I just mentioned, that being court reporting and dentistry, I mentioned just those two. There's two others. There's the School of Business and Paralegal Studies or the School of Allied Health. You know how you can find out about them? You're going to go to plazacollege.edu. That's plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college, C-O-L-L-E-G-E dot E-D-U. Ron Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. Have you been injured in a construction site accident? Have you fallen from a scaffold, ladder, or height while on the work site? If the answer is yes, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. In most cases, the law in New York favors you as the plaintiff if injured in a fall while working on someone else's property. It is important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Kamins at 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. You want to look young? You want to look youthful? You want to just glow without getting threaded? Well, Joni's laughing. It's a little bit of a joke. I don't even know. I thought threading had to do with your eyebrows or something <laughs> like that. I, you know, I, 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 here's the truth. As much as I may seem, to, I, I mean, obviously I have a healthy ego, but I'm not very vain. If there was. Probably one thing I should change about myself. Well, there's a lot of things I should change about myself. Marion will give you a whole list of things I should change. But anyway, that's a joke. That's a joke. I should probably look in the mirror more. 
because I really, you know, I get dressed and I, I, I'm out. But the reason maybe why I have a degree of confidence is before I leave the house, I do the whole hemp leaf ritual. I clean up with the black liquid soap in the shower. Then when I come out, I'm going to dry off a little bit, but still with some liquid on me, I slather on some of the shea butter on the head, on the face, under the eyes, the neck, the back of the neck, the arms, my sometimes my, my calves, because this time of the year, especially, they get really dried out. Um, the cool part about it is I know, you know, I learned from Carol Alt, what you put in your skin, like, seeps into your body. She said something about, like, when you rub garlic on you, on your feet, like, you taste it in your mouth in, like, minutes. I don't know. It's crazy. But I do whatever Carol Alt says. Because I'd like to look like Carol Alt. Well, I don't want to like her, but you know what I mean. Anyway, um, the hemp leaf products are their natural botanical products manufactured right here in Long Island. They are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. And i got to be honest with you. i got to lose weight. Um, and i got to start moving more. Even though I do a lot of walking, like it's just not enough. And i got to stop eating mo- so much. But I have this little box of Icy Pot which I'm going to wind up, I want to make sure I have to use it because I want my muscles to be sore. And these Icy Pot, this, this cream muscle rub will help my muscles after I've worked it out. I got to do sit-ups. Uh, Geraldo said it's all about the abs. It's all about the abs. The core. All right, Joni's going with the core, the abs. And for you ladies who are running around in the high heels like Joni, Joni barely wear high heels. They have Heel Ixer, H-E-E-L-I-X-I-R. You rub that on your feet, and within minutes, it soothes aching feet, and um, it just makes you feel much better. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to www.hempleaf, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F, and you're going to go online. You're going to see the array of products, and you're going to mention the name Arthur at checkout and receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. A lot of you too this week. Is that like the St. Patty's thing? Yeah, why not? Keep it going. I mean, he's on your Mount Rushmore, right? He is on my Mount Rushmore. And today in 1978, the police, represented by my friend, lawyer Alan Grubin. What's up with that? Why is the light the other way? Sorry, I'm talking to Joey. The police, that great band with Sting, a.k.a. Gordon Sumner, um, Andy Summer, and Stuart Copeland. Signed with A&M Records, and I think Alan Grumman did that. The band scored over 15 UK top 40 hits with the label, including the worldwide number one, Every Breath You Take. I believe their first hit was Roxanne. Shortly thereafter was Message in a Bottle. I am a big, big police fan. They had a tremendous influence on that rock and roll legendary band, Rapid Pulse. Um, So listen to this. With all this craziness going on in the news, I get a text this morning from my buddy Shep. And he's basically telling me, you know, you have to read this. This is important. Now, you never know what he's sending me. Sometimes it's like the newest pitcher on the Ole Miss baseball team or something to do with the Yankees. But this, the headline, uh, it's an opinion piece by Thomas L. Friedman. He's a regular uh, columnist at the New York Times. Our new... Promethean moments. Promethean moments. Actually, it's from yesterday. I'm worried, I'm going to read. I had a most remarkable but unsettling experience last week. The former chief research and strategy officer for Microsoft was giving me a demonstration of GPT-4, the most advanced version of the artificial intelligence chat box. Chat GBT, GPT developed by OpenAI and launched in November. Craig was preparing to brief the board of my wife's museum, Planet Word, of which he is a member, about the effect Chat GPT will have on words, 
language, and innovation. Quote, you need to understand, Craig warned me before he started his demo, this is going to change everything about how we do everything. I think that it represents mankind's greatest invention to date. It is equivalent, equivalently different, and it will be transformational. Now, this is a quote from Craig Mundy, the former chief research and strategy officer from Microsoft, to Tom Friedman, who is a regular columnist in the New York Times. That's a powerful statement. You need to understand, Craig warned me before starting his demonstration, this is going to change everything about how we do everything. I think that it represents mankind's greatest invention to date. It is qualitatively different, qualitatively different, and it is it will be transformational. He then goes on to tell um, the name of the, the museum is Planet Word. Wait, is that what it is? I'm going to make sure I have it right. Yes, Planet Word. So he then he tells this robot. Okay, first he asks the, the machine, please summarize Planet Word and its mission in 400 words. It did so perfectly in a few seconds. Then he asked it to do the same in 200 words, another few seconds. Then he asked it to do it in Arabic, just as quickly. Then in Mandarin, two more seconds. Then in English again, but in the form of a Shakespearean sonnet, a few more seconds. Then Craig asked GPT-4 to write the same description in an absendary verse, ap- Apicendarian verse, there we go, where the first line begins with the letter A, the second with B, and so on through the alphabet. It did it with stunning creativity, beginning, Alluring in Washington is a museum so grand, built to teach, inspire, and help us understand. Curious minds, planet flock to words embrace, delving into language and its intricate grace. Every exhibit here has a story to tell, from the origins of speech to the art of the quill. And it went on until the letter Z. Tom says I could barely sleep that night to observe an AI system, its software, microchips, and connectivity produce that level of originality in multiple languages in just seconds each time. Well, the first thing that came to mind was the observation by the science fiction writer Arthur C. Clarke that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Great line. This is a great article. Even if you hate the New York Times, go find it. The bottom line is my friend Shep has been telling me about this for a while, and it is absolutely um, amazing. You could start dabbling with these. There's one or two apps out there, ChatGPT, and you could ask them questions. They give you answers. It's like, you know, you could ask Siri questions, and they send you to a website. Um, I mean, complex questions this these things answer complex questions they do complex things you could i could say right now in the commercial break tell me something to say about the donald trump indictment and i think it would spit out like uh, and, and give him a word count and i think it would spit it all out for me or tell me something about the rolling stones in 1500 words 400 words and it would spit it all out this is the level of change even greater than the internet itself it's scary folks We'll come back. We're going to talk about what we were doing three years ago today. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline... You could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. 
Well, let's talk about Peril. Ooh, snafu. Is that a little snafu? No, there's no snafu. You heard something? Uh, I heard a little echo there. I heard, and then I, I got Frank from Staten Island telling me when you and I are talking, they can only hear you. They can't hear me. Like, you know, why don't you try to do these shows like, you know, why don't you work on Piscopo show and screw that up? Uh, Come I, on, w- I will be on Friday. Really? Yeah. Why? Where's, where's Gatulo? Uh, no, Gatulo will be will be uh, will be at the Broadway House in New ask, York, and I'll be. Oh, yo, you're doing a remote. Yes. Why don't you ask Frank from Staten Island if he could hear both of us right now? <laughs> I think um, he can. You think so? You think you fixed the snafu? I think I fixed the snafu. Wow. I listen. I'm spoiled. He just wrote to us. I am spoiled. What can I tell you, Sam Bellino? I am not used to. I am not used to. Uh, I am not used to snafus from Sam. No, Bellino. exactly. I'm not, I'm not either. You know where you're never going to get a snafu? On a Perillo tour. You are not going to get a, a snafu on the Perillo tour because they're starting their 78th year in business with vacations to Italy, Hawaii, Spain, and Greece too. Piscopo is taking us on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and Joe have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see all the important sites. A dinner, private dinner performance by Joe Piscopo while you eat spectacular Roman food. Next, you fly to Sicily for three nights. Taromina with special day trips along the coast, including Savoca, Forza de Argo, and some of the towns where they, they filmed The Godfather. A wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna. And then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. Tour dates are October 18th to 28th. You could call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1-800-431-1515. 1-800-431-1515. Or go explore their website, perillotours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. What a song. This was really, really, really a song that defined an era. Joni, you can pipe in here. I mean, you remember when Every Breath You Take was... I remember being in my parents' basement, 55 Broadway, Garden City Park, having a party and listening to this. When it came out, the day it came out, Glenn and I went to the record factory. I want to say 83? Sam Bellino, I need a year on, on Every Breath You Take. I want to say late 83, early 84. I want to say junior year of high school senior high school was 84 to 85 junior year was 83 83, 83. go idala i got it faster than sam bolin no <laughs> sam bolin's sleeping he's having a snafu day but this i mean we went and grabbed this album synchronicity this song king of pain wrapped around your finger i mean this is their last album and it was really really wonderful wait until you guys hear my interview with um Alan Grubman, who represented Sting and the police through the years. It's it's really, I love it. It's fascinating. It's in the can. To tease this out, not just announce it. <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. It, it, it's going to happen. You'll, you'll, you'll hear it sooner than later. Um, so here's what I wanted to tell you. Sam Leon, tell me how much time I have, please. Uh, you have about six and a half minutes. Oh, all kinds of time. And do we have someone um, on the line? Yes, we have someone on the line. Before we go to that someone on the line, many of us have these phone apps these apps on our phone about our pictures and like through the years and like mm. on this day. And so like on this day, three years ago, I believe this 22nd was, it, it was either this day or, I'll look it up. or yesterday of 2020. Um, it was the day when I left the city. So Marianne and the kids were oh. in uh, Florida and it was like obvious the city was, wasn't going to be reopening anytime soon. And I'm like, well, I kind of love my little house out in Long Island. Maybe I should go out there and see what's going on. And um, I took all of these photos 
from Bay Ridge, where I live, along the highway. I went to Jones Beach. I, I photoed and videoed it all the way going out east, and it was empty. Everything is empty. The streets of Bay Ridge are empty. There's no cars driving. I'm on the highway. I do a little video on the highway. It's, it was a Sunday, right? So, okay, real quickly, here's what happens. When I'm on my way out there, I get a call from a news agency. Harvey Weinstein has COVID. Not COVID, Corona. COVID didn't exist, has the coronavirus. Now, I had been with Harvey a week before. Nobody knew the details of it all. Now, I walk into my house. I'm on the phone. I flick the thermostat on to put the heat on. It's March. It's cold. And I don't really look what I do. I just flick it on. And now I'm fielding dozens of calls about Harvey. And now I'm talking to the warden. And I'm, I'm Craig. And it's, it's pandemonium. Finally, by like 10, 11 o'clock, it calms down. I put on, I think, oh, I know. It was Breaking Bad because I still hadn't seen the last season of Breaking Bad. I had a glass of wine. It's Sunday night. Everything's going to be closed Monday. My family's away. I'm all alone. I got the fireplace on. I doze off and I wake up and I'm, in, I'm sweating. And back then, the first symptom of, of coronavirus was a fever. And I wake up and I say out loud all alone, I'm like, that SOB gave it to me. Because Harvey had it, or allegedly had it, or we weren't sure. But, and I'm like, I got it. I can't believe I got it. I can't believe I got it. And I'm so upset. I'm like, why did I get it? I shut off the TV. I shut off the lights. And as I'm walking to my bedroom to go to sleep, I pass by the, thermo- the thermostat in the house. It's 89 degrees in my house. And I was under, like, blankets. I walked in and I just flicked the thing on. I flicked it on to whatever the highest is. It was like, I think it was 89 or 90. And I went outside. It was freezing. I came in. I'm like, wait, maybe I don't have it. And luckily I woke up and I never had it. I had it nine months later. But I want to. So that was what I was doing three years ago today. If you have that app on your phone this whole week, go look at what you were doing three years ago because we were terrified because we didn't know what was happening. But on the line, someone who weathered the storm is Uncle Al Moratore. He is Joni's mom's uncle, and he is, I think, our youngest listener. Is that correct? <laughs> At 98 years old is today. Un- is Uncle Al on the phone? Uncle Al, you with me? Pronto. Uncle oh, Al. Oh, they dropped off. Oh. Uh-oh. Another snafu Wednesday. Thanks a lot, Matt. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to come back. back. Listen, a 98-year-old listener, we have to throw him a lot of respect. But it is amazing uh, those of us, well, I look, I'm the grandson of Artie Idala, who made a living being a photographer. Anyone who knows my father, Louis Idala, knows he always has a camera in his hand. And before there was an iPhone, before there were phones with cameras, I always had whatever the smallest camera available with me, around me, near me. My father's got, I can't say millions of pictures, but he's definitely got way over 100,000. He's got hundreds of thousands of photos. It's hard to find the time to view them, but it brings back great memories. I have an Uncle Al. He's long gone, but we have an Uncle Al who's on the line. Uncle Al, it's Arthur Idala. How are you? They dropped off. Oh, we we lost Uncle Al again. Try him again. So my Uncle Al. They're having mess up phone My Uncle Al Idala was also a (laughs) photographer. Um, I'll have to ask my, I think. I think this is crazy, but I want to say he was a photographer for the Department of Sanitation. Why exactly they need a photographer? I'm not sure. I, right after this show, I will get the I'll get the facts from my dad. But my uncle Al was a great guy. He was um, he was close with one of the mayors. I don't think it was Laguardia. I think it was O'Dwyer. Um, and you know what's amazing? I'm gonna I guess pat myself on the back for a second. Like when I was a kid, I was like in awe of the fact that my grandfathers, both of my grandfathers knew the mayor, mm-hmm. my uncle Al knew the mayor, and like, you know, I I had dinner at Gracie Mansion with Mayor de Blasio, Aww. Rudy Giuliani is my client, uh, not long ago, Geraldo Rivera, myself, and Mayor Eric Adams sat, just the three of us having a, a libation, so I guess I made Uncle Al and Poppy and Baba I guess I made them a little proud. I'm number 26, Joan. You're number 26. I know. Have he, you told anyone about that? You're, I have, you're, you're I keeping have it a little bit of a secret. I told a few people. David Schwartz kind of told the world with us. So, yeah, you're number number 26. Alvin Bragg is, is like at the top. Letitia James is number one on the law power list for city and state, which is pretty darn awesome. And you you know should what? be proud you know of yourself. You know who called me today? Uncle Frank Setio. Oh, I love and him. And he said, Arthur, if you take away 
the um, the people who work in government, the lawyers on that list who work yeah. in government or are on the judiciary. He's like, you're like in the top seven. Yeah. You top should be eight. very honestly. You, I mean, be, you know, this is not a joke. This is a pretty amazing list of 100. You made 100. And, you know, let Frank alone, said, Frank how said many even, millions of people are lawyers in New York? Frank Sedio said, uh, even the, I don't know if millions of lawyers in New York, but there there's are like thousands. at least a million lawyers in New York. Yeah. No, there's 21 the country, million people in the, country. in the state. Okay, that's different. There's 1.3 million in the country. <laughs> um, but Frank Sedio said, you know, if you look at it, there's like like our friend Barry Burke, but he's on there with three ben other Brothman. people from his. Well, Brothman's the only one who's in a boutique firm like we are, who's ahead of me, and I that's an honor to be behind him. But it's uh it's pretty cool, and I got so many great messages, so many great emails, phone calls. I don't get to wish happy birthday to Uncle Al, Matt. Where's Uncle Al, Matt? The, the, his phone is acting up. His phone. Try, is acting there's two up. phones I gave you. I did, and neither one is working at the moment. It is Snafu Wednesday oh, here no. in New York City. Um, well, Matt, Mama, I, Matt, you have I to call your you. uncle. Well, Uncle Al Muratore, happy 98th birthday. That's happy birthday. He was a retired public school teacher and a World War II veteran. Very cool. Amazing. Two very noble professions. Very noble. World War II veteran. Yeah. There ain't too many of those left. No. Um, yeah. I, you know my goal is, right? What? 94. 94 so I, that you can I, be at. Ariana's 40th. Yep. That's why Arthur would be 46, and Luke will be my age. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, Luke exactly. No, Luke will be 56. He'll be a year older than I. I have to tell you, Luca, he has be, like grown into a lovely young man. He, he is, is so personable. Oh, a big shout-out to Michael Sabella, and who's my partner here. He sits on the other side of the wall. He was the only one who was worthy to, to move into Padre Lou's office. His daughter got into Tufts University. Yay. And that's a great, great, great school up in Boston. And he's so happy. She already gotten into SUNY Binghamton, which is a great school. And she's studying abroad right now for some little program, or she's traveling abroad. Um, I'm so proud of her. I know her since the day she was born. Mm-hmm. And Michael's so happy. Michael's like my little brother. Um, I got a lot of little brothers. You, you know do that? have a lot of little brothers. Got Imran, little brother Imran. I got, the only You're big like brother my I got, little brother. You're like six months younger younger than me i got brother billy and i got brother, brother espo that's yep. about it then i got uncle barry espo was a little grouchy yesterday Ooh, real bad wicked bad yeah wicked grouchy wicked we're bad. gonna have to do something so, about that but i yelled at him so i called him last night to apologize i called him to apologize he was like thought we were brothers i go we are he goes brothers don't have to apologize to that's, each other that's true. wednesday night snafu wednesday here on the idola power hour matt sambola we love you see you tomorrow <laughs> The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons PC. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.